I'm not that hopeful. The only I can rely on the Lord above. The government's list of suspected terrorists has been deemed unconstitutional. CBS's Bill Rakoff. The ruling by a federal judge on Wednesday grants summary judgment to nearly two dozen Muslim U.S. citizens who had challenged the watch list. The plaintiffs say they were wrongly put onto that list and that the government's process for adding names is overbroad and riddled with errors. There are new claims of sexual harassment against a star tenor. Eleven more women have come forward to accuse Placido Domingo of misconduct. Production coordinator Melinda McLean says she was a backstage witness at the L.A. Opera. The most important thing was simply to not have Mr. Domingo alone in a small room like a practice room or even a dressing room with young women. New study shows there is a downside to going meat-free. Live to London and CBS's Vicki Barker. A study in the British Medical Journal says vegans and vegetarians do have a lower risk of heart disease, but a higher risk of stroke. The findings based on data for 48,000 people who self-reported for up to 18 years. Now, the researchers note that simply showing a correlation doesn't prove a cause. And diet experts say whatever your dietary choice, eating the widest range of foods possible is best for your health. Deborah? The NFL's 100th season kicks off tonight with a good old-fashioned gridiron grudge match in Chicago. The Bears host Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. It's the oldest rivalry in the, in the game. It was always big Chicago against little Green Bay, and we've held our own over the years. S&P futures up 27. This is CBS News. Behind every moment shared with the ones you love is a plan that helped make it happen. Learn more or find an advisor at MassMutual.com. Welcome to this guided meditation brought to you by MassMutual. Imagine taking your family on vacation. Let's begin with a deep breath. Breathe in flight delays and those times when you just can't even. Breathe out how wonderful it feels to spend time with the ones you love. Ah, This is how it feels to have an investment plan. Learn more or find an advisor at MassMutual.com. Securities and advisory services offered through MML Investor Services, a MassMutual subsidiary. Your clients want beautiful floors that stay beautiful. You want clients that stay happy after the job is done. Home Decorators Collection water-resistant 8mm flooring, exclusively from the Home Depot, is a laminate you can stand behind because it stands up to demanding homeowners. They get the beauty they want. You get to give them a quote that will floor them. Home Decorators Collection water-resistant 8mm laminate, just $158 a square foot, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. See store for details. A woman from the U.S. is under arrest for allegedly trying to smuggle a baby into the country. Jennifer Talbot was arrested at an airport in the Philippines after immigration authorities say she tried to board a plane with a newborn child inside her luggage. The 43-year-old was set to fly to the U.S. when she was caught. The six-day-old baby appears to not be hers and was allegedly hidden in an oversized belt bag that she failed to declare to immigration inspectors. Though Talbot claimed she's the baby's aunt, she had no documentation to show for it, she's expected to face child trafficking charges. Matt Piper, CBS News. Pope Francis says he's honored by a new book that claims American church conservatives and their Catholic allies are working behind the scenes to try to replace him because of his views on theology and climate change. When the author, a French journalist, asked him about it on his flight to Mozambique, the Pope told him, quote, it's an honor the Americans attack me. A spokesman later explained he also considers all criticism an honor. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well... 
trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And now you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. At Athens Cell Phone and Electronics Repair, we repair all brands of cell phones, tablets, and computers, including iPhones and Samsung devices. Whether it's a screen or battery replacement, logic board repairs, or charge ports, Athens Cell Phone and Electronics can fix it all. Why spend a bunch of money on a new device? With over 40 years of electronic experience, we'll repair your device for a fraction of the cost. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and Saturdays from 8 a.m. to noon. Stop in and see us at Richland Avenue between Taco John's and McAfee's. Give us a call for a free estimate at 740-590-1677. The John W. Clem Recovery House is hosting a breakfast fundraiser on September 14th. The Clem House is a recovery house that provides adult men a structured program and safe haven to assist them in their efforts to recover from drug and alcohol dependency. Doors open at 8.30 a.m. and the presentation will start at 9 a.m. at the Dairy Bar, 8000 Dairy Lane in Athens. Come support the John W. Clem Recovery House at their breakfast fundraiser on September 14th. This event is presented by Holzer, the 317 Board, Integrated Services, and Ohio Health. Take aim for the 2019 Perry County Gun Bash, Saturday, September 7th, from noon to 8 at the Perry County Fairgrounds in New Lex. Over $250,000 in prizes. Ruger, Remington, Browning, Beretta, Glocks, and Winchesters. Cash prizes include the $25,000 grand prize. Enjoy dollar beer, live entertainment, and all you can eat all day long. Go to PerryGunBash.com. That's PerryGunBash.com. Be sure to bring ID. Must be 18 years older to enter the event. Win a firearm. Contestants must present winning ticket. Be 18 years of age and be eligible to legally own a firearm according to all federal and state laws. Prizes must be claimed within 30 days of notification and winners must pay all applicable license and title fees. The Perry County Gun Bash, September 7th. Reuse on Union is an upscale thrift boutique that features vintage clothes to use books as well as all of your fabric and crafting supplies. Reuse also has a consignment area which features 40 different artists that utilize repurposed materials so you can find those one-of-a-kind pieces made by local artists. Everything is on sale and you'll be amazed at what you discover at Reuse on Union. Hours are Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 6 p.m., Friday and Saturday, noon to 5. They're located at 751 West Union Street in Athens. Alpine Heating and Cooling is a local, veteran-owned HVAC contractor providing you comfort with their best guaranteed prices, 24-7 emergency service, 10-year warranties on new systems, and free estimates. 
Alpine, with a Y, uses quality products from top brands like Ream and LG. Call them at 740-591-2777 or email bill at alpinehvac.com. Alpine Heating and Cooling, helping you stay cool and drop it like it's hot. When the pimp's in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. How do you give hope to a child in the foster care system? It starts with your heart. That tug you feel on yours when you hear that children are waiting for a stable, loving voice to speak up for their best interests. And then it becomes your time. What started out as a feeling that maybe you could make a difference becomes the difference. Change a child's story. There is a child waiting for a volunteer like you. Learn more at AthensCasa.org. AM 970 and 97.1 FM. What a gorgeous morning. Look at that sunshine. Think how many places uh, are affected by Dorian, and here we have it so nice. It's a Thursday, folks. At the 97s, WATH, AM and FM, Athens, Ohio. Well, uh, we we were hoping to have Jean Demosky on the air this morning. She is the executive director of our Athens County Job and Family Services. Um, I, I have, you know, a variety of notes I wanted to ask her. They're hosting an open house pretty soon, and um, but she's not here, and uh, I don't know if uh, we made a scheduling error or or. Um, if something has prevented her from uh, coming uh, as quickly as she wanted or uh, meant to, you know what I mean. So uh, we're just going to fake it here a little bit. Uh, we are 970 WATH Athens, Ohio. Today is, as uh, you, I hope you know, September 5th. Uh, Scott is uh, celebrating a birthday, Scott Daly, who you've been listening to this morning. And... Um, I don't exactly know which birthday it is, nor maybe does he want to say. But uh, anyway, that's going on. And he's not in the in the room right now, so I'll just uh, uh, wish him a happy birthday when he does arrive. Um, September 5th, it is. And um, let's see here. What historical events happened on this date? Um the Great Fire of London ends, leaving 13,200 houses destroyed and eight dead. Now, you know, when you think about it, uh, that was a very famous fire, and indeed it was a massive fire, 13,200 homes. But... I think it's a remarkable figure that only eight people died as a result of that. Um, wow. 
And that was in the year 1666 on this date. In 1774 on this date, 12 of the 13 American colonies adopt a trade embargo against Great Britain at the First Continental Congress at Carpenter's Hall, that located in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. 1839 on this date, the first opium war begins. Where? In China. Just a couple years ago, Hurricane Irma becomes the most powerful hurricane ever. On this date, the year 2017. And um, <clears throat> actually, I, I got a little ahead of myself. Uh, most powerful hurricane ever recorded in the Atlantic Basin region with winds that uh, were 185 miles per hour. Um, yo, Scott. <laughs> I think he's pulling some documents for me, but I'm not sure. Um... Let's see, what are some other things here? Uh, I've got only a couple of birthdays here to share that because I don't have my normal lists. I was uh, not prepared exactly for um, for not having a guest, right? So, um, I see Freddie Mercury. Uh, this would have been his birthday. Um, 1946 is when he was born, and he died in Jesse James, right? Born on this date in 1847, died in 1882. And um, Raquel Welsh. Uh, I met her once. Uh, this today would be her 78th birthday. Maybe it would be interesting to look up um, a photograph or two. Um, if I had my computer in front of me, I would, to see um, how she looks today. I'm sure she's very attractive yet. Two deaths that were listed. Um, crazy Horse whose years of life, 1840, died on this date in 1877. Very well-known American Indian. And the other one, Suleiman the Magnificent, who died on this date in 1566. You know, I'm reading here a little bit about Jesse James. It says that, um, was he a hero or a 
just a cold killer. Uh, hailed by some as a folk hero and others by as a cold-blooded murder killer. One of our, the most famous outlaws. Uh, and we already mentioned to you that he was born on this date uh, years ago, of course. Let's see here. Let me find it one more time. Oh, 1847. Yeah. Scott's arrived, and once again, Scott, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Sure. I have said all morning, too. Uh, and, I, you know, for me, you can't say it enough. Thank you to all the folks out there who sent kind wishes, sentiments. Uh, their words of kindness are just very, very warming, very humbling, too. So uh, I thank everybody who's extended birthday greetings. I had mentioned it earlier while you weren't in the studio, and I... Um, Turned I, around, I wasn't here. I, I was... Um, well, yeah, I knew you weren't here. Oh, okay. But I just brought it up because I was a little bit at a loss of, for things to say with um, the unexpected change sure. this morning. Yep, yep. Well, thank but, you. I- but I, well, I wanted to inquire which birthday this was, and I, I told the audience I'm not sure you wanted to fess up. No, I, I can't remember. You, know? <laughs> you can't remember. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know how we talk about that. The older we get, we can't remember things. Yeah. <laughs> well, Can I use that one this morning? Well, I think you already have. Some, sometimes I wonder, too. I'm like, okay, what? which one is it? It's another trip around the sun, as they say. <laughs> Lucas from our sports department is also in here. Lucas, I, I, I want to uh, just talk to you for a few minutes. Uh, tell me about, um, uh, let's see here. We had a preseason, what do you call it, media day for Ohio, or I'm sorry, the MAC and the Mid-American Conference. And was it out of that event that Ohio was uh, picked to be the, the winner? I, it's not specifically out of that event, but somewhat, yes. Um, okay. It's basically the MAC media poll that they do. Um, they, they have voting members from each school, um, local newspapers and such, um, vote in a poll. And that's where Ohio was picked as the unanimous favorite to win their division of the conference oh. and the proverbial favorites to win the entire conference, but not unanimous. Proverbial favorite meaning? Meaning they received a majority of the votes. No, 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 no. I mean, which school? Um, or or are you saying both? Ohio is, yeah, Ohio is the unanimous. They received every vote to win the East, which is their side of the division. And they okay. received 16 out of the total, like, I think, 29, 28 votes to win the entire conference. I think if you went to Northern Illinois, a few votes went to Toledo. Um, I, I, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. To win the championship. Game. Yeah, to win the, the entire MAC championship game yeah. in, in Detroit. Um, so, you know, you've been with sports uh, for some time with us and, and um, even before here. Um, you know, I've heard um, somebody was mentioning that uh, – Coach Solich is a legend. Yes. Um, is he? Yeah. Uh, here's the thing about Coach Frank Solich. He's a guy that coached a national championship. Um, he's the last significant coach for one of the major universities in the Midwest, in Nebraska. Uh, folks in Nebraska still constantly talk about the day they fired Frank Solich is the day their program took a downturn and stopped appearing in national championships and being on the national stage like they had been for so, so long. 
Um, and then what he's done here at Ohio in terms of consistency, in terms of rebuilding a MAC program that was embarrassing at some points, having wins against power schools. If he achieves a MAC championship, he will be cemented in that legend status, although many already put him there. Yeah. I know Julie Cromer referred to him as a legend um, in one of her interviews recently, the new athletic director for Ohio. It's disappointing as an Ohio fan that he doesn't have a MAC championship, but just the amount he's coached, the length he's coached, the different programs he's coached in, the fact he's coached a national championship, the age he's coaching at, uh, he's going to be remembered forever in college football. Um, how well do you know him? Uh, Frank, I know him as a media person, as in I've had some conversations, um, not within press conferences, in a couple hallways and such. Um, I've spoke to him at the coaches show a few times, so I know him well as a media person. Mm-hmm. I'd say the um, you know he is, um, and I'm I'm trying to be kind here. He only has one interest. Um, that's been my observation. Like interest being football. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, well, that's why he's a football coach. <laughs> I mean, when you try to say, uh, you know, what's what hobby do you have, or what, you know that sort of thing. Football. There, there's nothing there. Football, and you have to kind of respect that, right? Because, um, well, think about the the salary. If I made that much to coach a football team, I'd think about football too most of the time. I'd say, um, I I don't know if Frank Solich is a guy who's ever really strove for balance. Um, necessarily and i don't think that he needs to to find his happiness and to find his own personal he finds the balance that we all find in life so for us work is difficult and then you need to balance that out with life or some sort of hobby or something you do but when your job is also your hobby is also your favorite thing to do i mean why would you not spend all your time doing that i mean i spend enormous amounts of time talking about sports, covering sports. I watch sports on the weekends. I read articles about sports nonstop. Like, that's also, I feel like I don't have that many other interests. Well, you're a sports nut, for sure. And I love it. And I think that my sports nuttiness is only 50% of what Frank Solich is. I mean, the guy is constantly watching football. It's just what he loves. And it's like, would you rather him love? I, I, as an Ohio fan, personally, Love that he loves that and not, oh, he's a big golfer on the side. He's really trying to find a way to get on the links because he's just, he's Frank Solich. Yeah. Which, by the way, Frank Solich coaches show, um, I believe it's on our Power 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 105 every Monday. It'll be at 11 a.m. Next next Monday at 11 a.m. Donato's. This week it was on Tuesday because yeah. of Labor Day. You know, in past years, folks, it's been an evening show. Uh, but this year it's a, a midday show. And... Um, so it's uh, Mondays at 11, isn't it? Yes, Mondays at 11 a.m. now. Okay. Russ Eisenstein, the host. They're doing a road trip show uh, tonight live from Heinz Field. Um, Bobcat Road Trip Live. And it's 6 to 7. And, and that one should be interesting, too, because they get to do it from Heinz Field. And this is a huge matchup for Ohio. Let me lay this out for your listeners in lay- layman's terms, if I could, just to, to hype up Ohio. Now we're, we're talking about Saturday's game, folks. We're talking about Saturday's game against Pittsburgh and what Ohio has lined up in front of them. Okay. So they battle Pittsburgh. They're an ACC school. They're Power 5. They were in a conference championship against Clemson, who a lot of people are familiar with, one of the best schools in the country. 
If Ohio goes on the road and wins against Pittsburgh, they would then be 2-0 and with a win against a Power 5. Then they'll play rival Marshall at Huntington. That's a classic rivalry. Sure. Marshall, one of the favorites in Conference USA. They win that game. Now they're 3-0, and real momentum. Then they'll come back home, play a good Louisiana team that's favored in their conference as well. If they win that one, they're 4-0, and and I would bet that Ohio is receiving votes in the top 25 poll in the country, and all it would take is a couple conference wins for the Bobcats to be ranked like they were back in 2012, which would get the excitement all up on this campus, and maybe this time they deliver on the promises of a MAC championship, the promises of a talented quarterback in Nathan Rourke. So this is the time to get excited for Ohio, especially if they win on Saturday. Well, um, you know, I... I... I guess I res- I respect him tremendously, okay? But it is um it is difficult for me anyway to carry on a conversation with him. Cuz there's nothing else to talk about other than football. Yeah. Well, I guess I don't have that problem because <laughs> you are I just want to ask about football, yeah. right? Cool. Um well, I, I just wanted to get your um, uh, to make sure I understood where things were in in yes. Ohio picked to win it. Ohio's picked to win it, um, but we've been picked. Well, I don't know. we've been the best team in the conference the past two years, and they haven't won it. So nothing's a guarantee. This is Ohio sports. We do have the Browns, the Bengals, the Reds, the Indians. Everybody's disappointing, um, other than Ohio State. Uh, so. It's going to be pushing through all of that noise. No MAC championships since 1968. They should do it. I think they will do it. They have the talent to do it. I trust the quarterback. I trust the coach. But uh, I'm a sports fan, and all my sports teams have tended to disappoint me over my life. So I'm ready. It's like it's like you're really excited about a new relationship. Like you're really, really excited for it, and you really think this one's going to go well. But the last twenty have just been horrific, and so you're going into it. You're <laughs> Wait a like, minute, are we talking about your dating no, life? No, no, or my dating life else? is not like that. Oh, my dating okay. life is it's fine. It's actually my girlfriend's birthday today. So um, happy birthday to her! Yes, she, yeah, uh, we shout her out on uh, Power One Hundred Five on the morning show. Yeah, but it's basically you go into it with hope and optimism because there's nothing else to do. Like you don't ever want to go into a relationship without hope and optimism. I never go into a season. With a sports team, when I, where I think it's going to work, where the girl's pretty, I go in with hope and optimism, but I've been have my heart broken so many times in the past that I'm ready for it. So when it happens, I'm not going to completely tank. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. I can identify with that as well. Oh, wait, as a Especially Bobcat as, fan? Yeah, yes. I mean, you've been last, a Bobcat fan. Wait a minute. Are, are, we, are we still years. talking about football or are we talking about dating or what? Well, I think it's a mixture. Well, I don't want to okay. dive into Scott's dating life. Right? Okay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> High school games too, Dave. It would take longer than an hour to do that. (laughs) So high school, you said? Yeah, we got high school games. Uh, The season's off and running. Um, I'm about to post. If you go to WXDQ Sports, the Facebook page, um, and you're watching out for there, I'm about to post the TVC Rundown, which that's a 30-minute basically television show that we run. Um, Tyler Corbett and I do it, um, and it's we we use – uh, this weird technology, we got cool graphics, but uh, it's it's a camera show. We're going to run through the TVC. Um, that'll be on Facebook Live in literally just under 30 minutes. 
um, on Facebook, WXDQ Sports, the Power 105 Facebook page. And then our games this weekend, Trimble at Belpre. That one is on Power 105. And then Athens battles Jackson. That's a huge rivalry matchup that's being renewed. First matchup since 2013. Jackson's the favorite, but Athens looked impress- impressive a week ago. Well, where and is that game at, playing, being played? The game's played. at Rudder Field. That's Athens' home okay. opener. If Athens wins this game, they are going to be playoff bound, in my opinion. If they lose this game, it's going to be about the conference. So come out and support the Bulldogs tomorrow night because um, that, that'll be a lot of fun. Jackson's coming to wreck. Those fans, they're mad. They don't like that Burrow beat them 49 nothing in the last one. Every Jackson fan says, hey, the only reason Athens is successful is because they get OU coaches' kids. That's all they say all the time. I've read that at least a thousand times on the high school football message boards. So they have a statement to make, a message to prove, and I'm hoping that Athens can respond and give us a really great game on Friday night. Well, I yeah. am a nut. I told you I was yeah. a nut. I'll spit some more facts out. I, uh... <laughs> well, you're absolutely right, though, about, you know, the Jackson fans. You know, Joe Burrow went down there and put one on them. 49 I mean, nothing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, you can't argue, uh, as some people would like to, with success and the talent that that team had. I mean, they will hold that record for most points scored in Ohio high school football history. Yes. For years. 861 in one yes. season. Yeah. They have three. They're the only school. Athens, right here, the plane, right down the road. Yeah. They're the only school in Ohio high school football history that has three scoring offenses in the top 15. Joe Burrow is the only quarterback within the top five passing yardage leaders of all time that only started quarterback for three years. Meaning that if he would have started four, he'd be the greatest passer in Ohio high school football history. The records that this school set down the road without playing second halves for most of the season are absolutely incredible. The product that was here from 2012 to 2014 will never happen again around here. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Not our lifetime. Not our lifetime. The collection of talent. Right now, Trey Williams was on that team. Trey Williams is a captain at Northwestern in the defensive backfield. Joe Burrow just won SEC Player of the Week in college football. Uh, One of the Lermans caught a touchdown. The other is a starting tight end. I honestly forget which Lerman caught the touchdown. I don't know if it was Adam or Ryan. I think it was Adam, but I'm not sure. It was Ryan. It was Ryan. Ryan caught the touchdown. I was even at that game. They're so similar. They one wears yeah. forty four, one wears eighty eight. Yep. It's really confusing. <laughs> but they're both playing Division One football. Zakai Saltzman, he's still playing Division One football. That team was absolutely loaded Phenomenal with talent. It, it, yes. It's incredible that that is so rare to have that much talent on one team in Southeast Ohio. It's never really happened, and it's something that Athens fans should really just go back and really appreciate because. A three-year stretch like that is unheard of. The, what they were able to do, the talent they had, the scores they put up, the dominance they showcased, the state championship appearance is an incredible culmination of all that. And, and that Athens team did something that Jackson never did, win a regional championship. Yeah. And that still ticks Jackson fans yeah, off. Yeah, jealousy is a heck of a thing. You know? They say that about, oh, you coaches, kids in Athens. Well, you know, it's not their fault, the kids, that they're in this location. they got to go to high school somewhere, right? Yeah. They, they got to go to high school somewhere. It just happens they do it here. Now, you can go to other schools all around the state, too. And, uh, you know, schools that recruit, we shall say. You know, what what do you do when you go up against one of those? Do you say the same thing? Well, get your team and make them better, too. Yeah. Well, it's just sports fans, when they lose, they'll reach for any excuse oh, yeah. to come up with it. Yeah. Um, uh, but wait a minute. There are other universities in this state. Sure, there are. without a doubt, that's exactly right. Like, and why? other local school districts that, that have benefit from that. Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't think it's a good point. 
But exactly. This is not like an isolated incident or an isolated happening. Okay. That happens because, as Dave mentioned, there are other universities and colleges around here. They have coaches. Well, and they Jackson, have kids. they got to go somewhere. And here's the thing. Jackson has two players on the roster they recruited from TVC Ohio schools, so See? they can stop that. I mean, they have two players from TVC Ohio schools that moved to Jackson yes. because, you know, better school system. Like. It, what, through, like, program. open enrollment or something like that? Um, they might have actually moved into the district. I see. Um, I see. Okay. Because of they disagree with some of the coaching and they don't want to be in a bad football program. Yeah. I mean, nice. sports does matter that much to some people. Yep. Um, that they will move their kids' districts. Yes. Um, and, I, and I get it. If your kid's great at something, you want to put them in the best position to succeed at that thing. Um, so if my kid was a great quarterback, and I'll be honest, if my kid was a great quarterback and he went to – Wellston. We were in Wellston's district. I would move to Athens. Why? Why? Because I have Nathan White down here. Nathan White has produced a college quarterback. Yeah. He's produced three yeah. all-state quarterbacks. Yeah. Like if you want your kid to be great at something, you want to put him in the best position to succeed. I 100% get that. But everybody needs to understand that across the board, and you can't nitpick at other fans mm-hmm. or other people or other players when they do the right. same thing. That's right. It happens all over. All over. Wow. It, there's so many debates. It, yeah. It's incredible. You depend on which angle you want to approach it from. Yes, indeed. But you know, I, I just wanted to know about Coach Solish for a second, and <laughs> <laughs> we segued into you know another segment there. Well, you know, I get excited for all our sports. I, it's clear to yeah, me. Me too. Yeah. You know, I mentioned too when when if we're going to talk about this more about the Joe Burrow era, I mentioned during promos on the morning show when the games were coming up to encourage fans to get out and see this team because chances are you're not going to see one like you this won't. again in your lifetime, in our lifetime. And, it, you know, it's something to watch. And, again, as you mentioned, a lot of games, he only played one half. And the records that he could have piled on. Sometimes yardage, he only played a quarter. Exactly. I mean, it, it was they, and, they would and, name how many plays it took them to score. They yeah. would hold it up before they did, went and, and did it. They would also say, we don't need a punter. No. The fourth down, we're going for it. You know, we, we, we know we're going to get it too and it was just an incredible run like that and uh it, it was just fun to watch and uh those guys as you mentioned they're talented have moved on to the collegiate level and are enjoying success there too and i've i've already started the campaign joe burrow for heisman yeah, and it wasn't just <laughs> it wasn't just um it wasn't just natural talent either those kids they worked that, at that it. core they worked at it yes, and joe burrow did. was the leader of them and there's just story after story of story of yep. him taking them all out and continuously working on the game in the summers. and throwing and that's why the leadership stories about joe burrow we're hearing them from lsu as well the same ones we heard in athens and that's what gives him a chance to be a successful mm-hmm. pro quarterback Hold although down. he doesn't have the measurables i know you're over live on uh, power 105 doing the morning show but uh, we do have a caller good morning Good morning, caller. You're on the air. Hello. Oh, Hello? Wait, um, there you are. I'm sorry, I forgot to push one button. Good morning. Are these two people in your audio in your uh, studio saying that Solich is one dimensional? No. Because you said that's all he's interested in. Uh, I guess I am, but they aren't. I mean, uh, yeah, like what he's interested in on the surface. Like, I don't know what Solich goes home and when he's tired watching football, does he click to Lifetime or Showtime? I can't tell you that. <laughs> I'm sure the man has other interests than yeah. football. Um, but all he showcases in public is his love of football, which is completely understandable. He's a head football coach. Anyway, anything else? No, I know nothing about him, but he seems one-dimensional to me. Yeah. That's what I got from that. Your 
person in there from some other place there in your building. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Moore from our sports department. He made me tired. Okay. (laughs) He's so excited about this. Anyway. I know. I thought I'd share my non-enthusiasm. Okay. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Oh, great. Well. This is why I keep my shows to 30 minutes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's exhausting. You've got to follow it. Yeah. Well, um, fair enough. Sports fan, of course, every day, um, weekday, that is, weekdays at uh, 6 o'clock right here on Power. No, where am I? W-A-T-H. Okay. Lucas, thank you, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. Okay, sorry to pull you away from FM. Oh, no, you're good. All right. Um, let's see here. We are, of course, 970 W-A-T-H and 97.1 as well. Um, let's see, what was I, oh, I know something that, um, I was listening this morning to, uh, I generally catch the, the, an hour of the Today Show, uh, because I want to make sure that I'm on top of things when I come in here to speak, right? And, um... They were talking about the 100th anniversary of the NFL. Um, That all gets underway this weekend, right? Yes, tonight, actually. Okay. Now, my dad was born in 1904. So were he alive? Let's see. Let me do the math here. 117? 1904? Yeah. 115. 115. Okay. Uh, and he incidentally died at the age of 93. Um, now, that means that when he was a young boy, um, even a teenager, I think, there was no NFL. That that's pretty weird to me. Yeah, there was what, uh, what did n- they know a lot of things probably when he was a teenager compared to what we have now. Well, what uh, <clears throat> you know, we know what sports are in the way of a phenomena of interest today. What was it that they were focused on back then? You know. Now, granted, there wasn't radio. There wasn't television. There sure as hell wasn't the Internet and all that stuff. So, um, you know, by the time the NFL got started, radio was just getting underway. You've all seen those photographs of people leaning forward, listening to that big old box radio um, to get uh, a news item or something. Maybe it was even music. But um, what held the country's interest? I'm not saying that the NFL holds the country's interest, but it's an important part of it. Um well, I, I think innovations uh, that were coming along little by little. But how um, did they learn of them? You know? Yeah. Um, uh, word of mouth. You know, it had to be that thing, traveling from city to city. And we're you not know, talking the, the, about 
500 years ago. Yeah, exactly. We're talking about basically within uh, just slightly more than most people live. Mm -hmm. Well, professional baseball started in 1869, so they had that. That was going. Uh, yeah, now there, that's what I'm getting at. So there, you see, it preceded it by 70-some years, right? Yeah. 1869. 19, 19. 59 years. Yeah. 60 years, yeah. Well, um, well anyway. Like that. But, it, yeah, they had that. They had, uh, they had boxing back then. That was, I think, before gloves even were part of the sport. Uh-oh. And even headgear, uh, too. My drink leaked on me. Oh. My coffee. Oh. Um, well, you've got some character. I get a yeah. little, little more character added to you today. Man, I've, I've done that a time or two shirt. myself. But, uh, yeah, you know, and, and, and inventions that, that were happening. I mean, the, the railroads were taking off, uh, you know, into, expanding into the va- uh, vast western areas. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you had, uh, things like, well, you know, the end of the civil war, I mean, I'm reaching back further, but still, uh, things that happened after that, uh, the hundredth anniversary of the, uh, country, but, 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 1876. Well, let's, let's, let's take, um, Dorian. Yeah. Okay. Nobody knew about hurricanes when they hit, except the people that they affected. That's my point. Yeah. With uh, there was no, there was no system of saying... Board up your house, get the hell out of there. Yeah. Um, there Everyone was, probably thought it was just a rainstorm coming. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, they didn't have, obviously, the satellite imagery that we have available today. Mercy Warning no. systems and everything else. Um, you know, again, folks that traveled from city to city by, what, horseback, covered wagon, whatever. They did until the invention of the automobile. In the uh, what early or late eighteen hundreds, I suppose. Well, times you know I mechanized to travel. I can't imagine being as uninformed. Yeah, it was just like uh, as as they must have been mm -hmm. outside of what a big city like what New York, Chicago. Well, they still uh, didn't have. They didn't have it, right? Okay, but yeah, I you know I get I get where you're going. I mean, they how did they d- do these things? What what did they do? They survived, you know, no electricity. Um, folks opened their houses in the mornings, the windows, and then hopefully tried to keep the cold air in there for the rest of the day. But uh, you know, they went to went to their farms, their homesteads. Um, they made things work. With what they had. They did what they had with what they had. I always heard well, Pete Rose say, uh, do what you can with what you got. He was not uh, one of the most talented athletic players. Let's move along. Um, the, the things we need to continue to keep in mind, um, shall we say, the news items of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, first off... Um, you know, we've got another Democratic um, candidates debate coming up. And um, a, a topic that's been rising to the surface a good bit amongst the remaining candidates. But we've had four dropout or more, I don't know, Something whatever like it is. That. Yeah. Um, 
Well, this story says, Ten Democratic candidates promised on Wednesday to take aggressive action to combat global warming during a CNN forum on climate change, the first such primetime event in a presidential campaign. Almost all of the candidates have a goal of achieving carbon neutrality across the United States economy by the year 2050. However, they differed on how to get there and how to pay for it. Many candidates, again, these are the Democratic presidential hopefuls, many candidates embraced the idea of taxing carbon dioxide pollution, a policy that most environmental economists agree is the most effective way to cut emissions, but that has drawn intense political opposition. They also vowed to undo President Trump's administration environmental policies and promote renewable energy. Um, see, in a related thing I found here, it says that... Um, I guess the the current administration, so President Trump's gang, um, it says in the latest move to weaken regulations designed to fight climate change, the administration said it would roll back federal rules on energy efficient light bulbs. I, I don't understand that especially. Um, Okay, so we have incandescent light bulbs. That was the standard of my life growing up. Somewhere along the way came fluorescent bulbs, which were supposed to be a bit more energy efficient. Then... um, Then they came up of CFLs, compact fluorescent, which basically would fit in a normal light fixture. And that was supposed to be a significant increase in energy, using less energy. Now we have the LEDs. And I don't know if there's anything else in the works or not, but uh, the you know the cost when these products are first introduced. I remember CFLs were so much more expensive than a regular incandescent light bulb, even though you saved what forty percent of the energy. LEDs very expensive initially, becoming more reasonable now. Um, you know, use like. Less than 10% of what, you know, for the equivalent output of lumens, brightness. It's about one-tenth the wattage use. I just don't know. Roll back federal rules on energy-efficient light bulbs. What rules could there be? 
Anyway, that's in the news. Are there rules preventing them from marketing them? or I, I just don't know. Uh, yeah. Doesn't make sense. All right. Dorian. We've mentioned it already a time or two. Um, it is creeping uh, toward the Carolinas. Our place uh, that we no longer have down in the Outer Banks is among those that um, would get clobbered. Uh, Our place had automatic roll-down steel um, shutters. Not, I don't mean automatic, but I mean built-in. So um, if a storm were coming... Um, you would take this handle and, you know... Crank it. Crank it, and you could (laughs) close all the windows with a steel um, flexible sheet. I I don't know how to describe it. Door, yeah. It's kind of like a... Like a shutter, steel shutter that rolls down. Yeah. Yep. Um, like a garage door, kind of. In, but I mean, in some respects. you know, and that protects a lot of things. But if the storm's bad enough, it's going to oh yeah do other stuff too. Yeah, just blow right through it. So um, you know, I saw in the news this morning too that they're reporting that uh, Dorian is gaining strength once again. Yep. as it's moving up the coast. Currently a three, but they're thinking it's going to reach a four again. Yeah. Myrtle Cate- Beach. Cate- category three. Yeah. Okay. Myrtle Beach had uh, wind forecasts of 75 miles an hour today, but uh, they expected those to increase throughout the day. Um, at this point, it looks like the Outer Banks or that part of um, the the southeastern coast is going to get the worst of it. Um, so that's going on. Um, we still have this British Brexit brawl. How do you like that for, what's the term for that when you do, on a, oh, I'm trying to think, I can think, I know what you're talking about. Anyway. With the, with the BBB. Yeah. Um, (laughs) there is a, um, a looming election seems to be the latest political mechanism to resolve a political crisis over how the country should leave the European Union. An inconclusive result could reinforce fears that the problem defies a democratic solution. This week, Parliament, we're talking about the UK, uh, Parliament voted to take a no-deal Brexit off the table, dealing a blow to Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Lawmakers also rejected Mr. Johnson's request for an early election, at least for now. It was the third rebuke of the leader in two days. Now remember, British democracy puts less power in the hands of voters and more in the hands of institutional gatekeepers. And in the battle for Brexit, that made all the difference. 
Um, yes, we have. Um, what do you call it? Um, Congress people. You know, the House, the Senate. Um, and some some of us might argue even they um, have too much power. I, I don't personally agree with that, but I have heard people say that. Um, but there are many things that are decided by the voters. Uh, there are fewer things left to voters in, in 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 England. They really put far more decision making on their representatives and Parliament. Yes. Yeah. Uh, to see here, they get a little boisterous at times. Oh yeah, too. Yeah. When they stand up and voice their opposition or their support? Well, I'm looking through the rest of the news here, and I don't I don't know is there anything else I really need to bring up. We have about six minutes remaining. Um, let's see here. Let's look at this report. Um, by the way, I haven't mentioned 248th day this is of this calendar year. 117 remain. Um, oh, uh, here's another highlight in history, September 5th, but 1975. President Gerald R. Ford escaped an attempt on his life by Lynette Fromm, also known as Squeaky, right? Yes. A disciple of Charles Manson, and this was taking place or took place in Sacramento, California. Um, our thought for the day, if moderation is a fault, then indifference is a crime. This is not a person I am familiar with, but that is a quote from Jack Kerouac. Kerouac. How'd you know that? Uh, there's a song that, uh. The Ten Thousand Maniacs group do, and it's called uh, Jack Kerouac, and uh, I've heard it pronounced a few times huh. as well. <laughs> so a, a modern day group did a song about him. Yeah. yeah well, anyway, they say he was an American novelist, and he lived from um, 1922 to 1969. Yes. Once again, if moderation is a fault, then indifference is a crime. Birthdays, Paul Volcker, federal, uh, former Federal Reserve Board Chairman, 92 today. Bob Newhart is 90. Loved his shows. Still watch him in syndication. Whenever he's on, he just catches my attention. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was so funny on Johnny Carson's show, too. Carol Lawrence. <laughs> The actor, actress, and singer, yeah. eighty-seven. Um, Bill Kilmer, f- football, right? Yep, eighty. Uh, 
Uh, Raquel Welch, we already mentioned she was is 79 today. Um, Werner Herzog, the movie director, 77. Singer Al Stewart, 74. Dennis Dugan, actor and director, 73. Uh, There's a lot of people I don't know here. Well, here's an interesting one, just to me anyway. Actress Debbie Turner Larson, who played the part of Marta in The Sound of Music, 63. Mm. One of the little children. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Actress Christian um, Alfonso, 56. Terry Ellis from Rhythm and Blues is 56 as well. Uh, Yuna Kim, the Olympic uh, figure skater, I think. Yeah. Gold medalist, as a matter of fact, 29. Youngest person listed in today's sheet, a actor, Skandar Keens, or Keenes, 28. Who I I don't know of, but I always try to mention the youngest person. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, um, speaking of uh, Raquel Welch, I mentioned earlier this morning on the morning show uh, her birthday at 79, I th- and, and I thought, oh, you sure could have fooled me that she was 79. Well, I haven't seen a recent day photo of her, uh, so I don't know. The years have been kind well, I'm, I'm, to her. I'm confident she'd be quite attractive yet, but if I think of it later in the day, I'm going to probably google and see a current picture mm-hmm. yeah hey, you know just it, the years have been kind to a lot of celebrities that we mention on birthdays death toll in bahamas now stands at 20 oh uh, my did you see the, the pictures oh yes. satellite pictures of that yeah. one one area that was completely almost wiped out mm-hmm. and, and you gotta wonder um to what degree will this death toll rise yeah they had a before and after picture of that. Wow. Um, you know, a lot of people are going to be without power. Yeah. I'm not talking about the Bahamas. I'm talking about just sheer regular winds that the, the coast is getting now. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw somewhere, of, um, you know, these drones with cameras and all. Yes. Uh, they had some drone hovering above. A huge parking lot full of, like, AEP trucks. Mm-hmm. Saw that. With the buckets and, the, you know, all that stuff that they need. I saw some trucks pass through here uh, yesterday from Ohio Edison. Aren't they a company up north? Yes. Yep. So, um... Folks helping folks. Let's see, weather-wise, today it's going to remain beautiful. 78 degrees. It is uh, right now 63. We're about uh, five seconds away from CBS News. Tonight, 54 is the low. Have a marvelous day. We'll wrap up the week tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour. Real news, real reporting. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. 
Hurricane Dorian is storming up the coast of the Carolinas this morning. Ken Graham is at the National Hurricane Center. We've had tornado warnings and reported tornadoes well out from the center. Those are very dangerous situations there where you can get the gusty winds, tornadoes, and, and also the heavy rain. But I tell you, it's going to take some time. We finally start to move off north-northeast at 8 miles an hour, but just scraping the coast right along the coast of South Carolina, North Carolina. And as a result, that's exactly where we have that hurricane warning up. Dorian is powered back up to a Category 3 storm with 115-mile-an-hour winds. Barbara Calloway is in Surf City, North Carolina, which is still reeling from Hurricane Florence. We have lack of dunes in front of us. We boarded up, turned everything off, done everything we can do. Death toll in the Bahamas, up to at least 20. Never ever seen anything like this. This was just just so far beyond anyone's imagination. Members of separated families have been looking for survivors at the airport. President Trump tried to show reporters there was a forecast that predicted Hurricane Dorian could be headed for Alabama. It's a claim he made in a tweet on Sunday. Mr. Trump displayed a map that looked like someone used a Sharpie to include the state in the outlook. CBS's Ben Tracy is at the White House. The government's National Hurricane Center, which issues that map, never said Alabama was threatened. Oddly enough, knowingly misrepresenting a government weather forecast is a crime, and it's punishable by up to 90 days in prison. The woman sexually assaulted by a Stanford University student is coming forward to share her story. Correspondent Jerika Duncan has the details. This is Chanel Miller in her own words. For four years, she was known as Emily Doe. That I am not just a drunk victim at a frat party found behind a dumpster. 60 Minutes correspondent Bill Whitaker interviewed Miller for a story that airs later this month. They were there when she recorded her powerful impact statement for the first time. Three years ago, those same words were directed at Brock Turner during his sentencing. The judge, who gave Turner just six months in county jail, became the first judge to be recalled by California voters since 1932. Sorry, Loch Ness Monster fans. Geneticist Neil Gemmell analyzed DNA from the Scottish Highlands, linking it to a giant eel, meaning... I think we can be fairly sure that there is probably not a giant scaly reptile swimming around in Loch Ness. The stories about Nessie date all the way back to the 6th century. Monster trackers have been trying to spot her since the 1930s. The Dow right now is up 422 points. This is CBS News. CBS News Radio is your home for breaking news. With our team of reporters around the country and the world, we give you the coverage you can trust. Country Legends, presented by O'Reilly Auto Parts. The song that country star Keith Urban performed at this year's ACM Awards was actually written by an Irish musician. So why did he choose to perform it? There's a lot of people going through some really hard times everywhere right now, and I wanted to do a song for them, and this is for every one of them. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Hey, sweetie, it's Mom. I know you and Bobby have only been dating for two days, but I still think we should all celebrate. Oh, we can do margaritas at Chili's. They've got that fancy one of the month for five bucks, which is like just as many days as your last relationship. <laughs> Funny, right? Oh, talk soon. Come into Chili's now for our $5 margarita of the month. It's the perfect reason to catch up with friends or celebrate whatever. Together, we Chili's. Available at participating restaurants only. Prices may vary in Hawaii and Alaska. Must be 21 to consume alcohol. Drink responsibly. 
The Trump administration is switching off a plan to change light bulb policy. It seemed like the end was near for the incandescent light bulb. They're essentially heaters that make a little bit of light, and we need to move on. But despite what experts say, the government now says it's scrapping a rule that would have phased them out in favor of LED bulbs that use less electricity. President Trump says what's saved is not worth it, and the price of doing it was another thing. The Energy Department says the change will mean light in homes and businesses will be left to the American people, not the federal government. Steve Kathan, CBS News. Princess Charlotte didn't disappoint on her very first day of school. Dad Prince William explained the four-year-old royal was very excited as she stuck her tongue out at paparazzi who recorded her every move with mom, dad and big brother George outside Thomas's Battersea School in London. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Did you know that the IRS is getting more aggressive these days? They're using private agencies to track you down. Don't wait. If you owe more than $10,000, take advantage of the Fresh Start Initiative, a program in place that can help you now. You can save thousands and possibly have your taxes forgiven. There's help for those of you who owe $10,000 or more, but it's important that you take action before these programs change. Call the tax experts at Oxford Tax Partners for a free consultation now at 800-575-1919. That's 800-575-1919. There's nothing like meeting face-to-face, and there's nothing like Zoom to make that happen. Zoom lets you connect and do business across town or around the world. Zoom ties together all of your communication needs into one easy platform for video conferencing, phone calls, group chat, webinars, and your conference rooms. Connect easily from anywhere, your mobile phone, your laptop, or conference room. Zoom is how business gets done. Get your free account at Zoom.com today. Meet happy with Zoom. W-A-T-H, FNs. Temperatures today top out at 78 degrees with a north wind at 5 to 10 and sunshine as we go through the afternoon. Tonight, 54, the overnight low, so it'll be a cool night. We'll go for 79 for your Friday with mostly sunny skies. Mostly sunny on college football Saturday with a high of 77. For 13 News, I'm Storm Tracker 13 meteorologist Brian Hughes. Buy the Reds Pick 6 Plan, presented by McDonald's, and receive an exclusive oversized Joey Votto bobblehead. You can pick any six games, including Fireworks Fridays and Bobblehead Saturdays, while saving up to 25%. Plus, you get six McDonald's Extra Value Meal Vouchers. Be a part of the historic 150th anniversary season by purchasing the Reds Pick 6 Plan. Get yours today at Reds.com slash 150. Has someone in your life or an organization made strides to make your community more accessible? Or maybe you know someone who assists in the lives of those with disabilities. Recognize